Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rock. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Right, welcome in just after 5 o'clock here on a Thursday. We got an O-line edition of uh, Primetime. Big Will Ortner in with me, Schultz over there behind the glass. You're now working on, like, what, your, like, eight straight hour of radio? Because you had to fill in for a uh, a, a last-minute edition for Dusty Hera as well. Yeah, I got the call right when I woke up. Yeah, Dusty was dying. Yeah, well, I think he's... Uh, he's got the trots, he, huh? He's got the runs. That's Man, what I heard. Boy, that's going around. It's a, it's a big thing. I, I was subbing in a class the other day. They had five or six kids out. All uh, with like strep or something like that. So I've been disinfecting all over the place. Yeah, a little COVID. I, I guess COVID's making a comeback too. I got I got some free COVID tests in the mail. I don't know why I keep getting those. Maybe like my my lady is uh, is 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 asking for them. But like if anyone needs a COVID test, I have like nineteen at my house. Keep them coming, dude. You might need them for what? I, I haven't tested for COVID. It's it's not happening. I used I'm, I'm not tested. I used four boxes of tests in the last two weeks to make sure because my symptoms Did were you like really? so. Well, yeah, I lost sense of smell for a bit, and my symptoms were so bad. On top of that, I was like genuinely concerned. Like, okay, I'm negative. Did it develop another week later? Like, no. I was <laughs> for the first time since the COVID pandemic started and ended. Yeah, I, I kind of went hypochondriac on myself about it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The, I'm over COVID. Doing the little um, bit of the Dabo Sweeney, are you? Yeah. Like that's still a thing. Test. Exactly. Like, is anyone? Did, did, I, I guess I, I can't say anyone. Schultz is over there testing four times. No, it's not even in my. And maybe that's ignorant. It probably is because I'm an ignorant person. I just don't. I don't know. I don't think about it. The only time I think about COVID now is when a COVID test shows up in my my mailbox, and I'm like, another one. So if anyone needs COVID tests, you let me know. I'll be uh, in the parking lot handing them out. And then, like, I saw an article today. Like, it was like the the seven. I was researching in the news. It was like the seventeenth news story. Is like COVID cases on the way up, and I'm just like, eh. it's not like a, do, do we like? I'm not saying that COVID was the flu. Obviously, lots of people died, but at this point, 
oh, do we have to constantly get updates on COVID for like years to come? Are we going to get the uh, the COVID thing? Or I think is collectively is is no one going to respond to that? No, you. It's going to be fifty fifty because I know people who. I mean, still Schultz, kind of, he said he was just testing. Still I know, freaked out about it. I know people who still test. Um, I, I think it's just going to be something that we that's in our lexicon probably for the next 10 to 15 years. I mean, remember every four or five years we thought Ebola was going to come over and take everything out? Yeah, Ebola scares the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. Like, if there was an Ebola kit, I'd get that. If I think I have Ebola, you know what? I'll test for that. If I start bleeding out of orifices, you know what? Test my ass. But, like, if I wake up, someone's like, yeah, do I have COVID or am I hungover? I don't know. That's that's one of those like if you wake up the night after a you know you went pretty hard you feel pretty crappy do you take a covid test although the sense of smell i i i get that but mm-hmm. if you have a, if you've lost your sense of smell i assume you have covid yeah that is why i that literally like i could not taste i could not smell so i was very scared and frankly i don't want to pass it on to you guys there's a group of 12 to 14 of us that work in these studios every day so so it's like if one person gets it five others but get it but you didn't we're all have screwed. covid no 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 yeah. covid so you lost your 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 taste and smell but you didn't have covid i don't and it feels I, like you had covid it feels like i had covid i, I did not had, but i, I still can't COVID. hear out of my left ear so who the hell knows Chelsea's got covid oh, that's God. what it sounds like to me and you know what you're doing. Stay over there. I want you nowhere near me. Coach Lanning well, said tomorrow, it's a choice. That's not be it the is case. a choice. Exactly. According to Dan Lanning, being sick, including COVID, that's a choice. You know what I choose, Will? Not to have COVID. Good I'm choice. saying it right now. Making my, making my decision. No COVID for me. Line drawn in the sand. Line drawn in the sand. But I will have the hot five at five, and I'll have it right now. Oh. Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food. The most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. So college football news here. At least in the, uh, if you're looking for an edge in the Washington-Texas matchup, mm-hmm. backup quarterback. Big advantage to Washington. So both UW and Texas's quarterback have said that they are going to enter the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. The difference is Washington's quarterback, Dylan Morris, says that he is going to stick around until Washington's season is done and then try to go find a place to play. Now, Malik Murphy, who has had to play multiple games this year for Texas and uh, and has actually won games for him, he's saying that he wants to stay with Texas, but he can't because he's got to go find somewhere else to play because he's going to enter the transfer portal. So Malik Murphy is having to give up on potentially playing a major role if something would happen to Quinn Ewers uh, to play for a national championship because of the transfer portal window. So uh, he will not be with the team going forward, and uh, Arch Manning now becomes the backup to Quinn Ewers. Uh, Two things here. I think it's really sad that they both have to make this choice, but I think that Malik Murphy made his choice because he knows he can find a spot, and he's starting to see spots already get nabbed, like Dylan Gabriel decided he's going to go to Oregon, right? You've had a couple other. Riley Leonard's going to go to Notre Dame. He's seeing that he needs to get his act out there to try and get signed. And Dylan Murphy knows, or Dylan Morris knows, he ain't going that high. Yeah. NFL tonight, we have a hot Thursday night football. Ooh. See if this tickles you. Aiden O'Connell, mm. Easton Stick. I had an Easton Stick for hockey. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. The great Easton Stick because nothing, nothing says dominant football like these two Titans. Who the hell is that? 
Who, Easton, Easton Stick? Stick? Yeah, he's I, a I, North Dakota I, State, North Dakota State baby. quarterback champion. The, the Bison. He won a national championship. Yeah. Who Who is Easton Stick? Who are you? The Nobody. great Easton Stick. The great Easton Stick. Like, I'm not going to lie. There's no reason to watch this game unless you're uh, gambling on it, but realize that 10 million people are going to tune into this. I'm not gambling on it. And watch Easton Stick versus Aiden O'Connell. I'm choosing volleyball over football. I'm taking the Raiders. Why is volleyball? It's the national. Well, it's the national semifinal. Get oh, with it, Sue right. I was uh, I was flipping around today when I was driving in, and ESPN, the national ESPN, yes. they had a lady on there talking about women's volleyball, and I did have a brief moment where I was like, "What the hell is happening?" It's the sport of the future. Catch the fever. So dude. this is the final. This is the semifinal. Number one, Nebraska. They're up one set right now on uh, Pittsburgh. I know Texas is playing in the other one because that's what the lady was was talking about. I think mm. they're defending champs. I had that brief moment where I was like, what? This can't. Like, I'm looking down at the radio to see if I've, I've stumbled across some sort of alternate universe. Am I on? Why is it 1130 in the afternoon and we're talking about women's volleyball? Because women's volleyball is greatness. I guess. Look at these athletes. Something like that. Uh, all right. Uh, Draymond Green, who's been indefinitely suspended. Uh, it turns out that he is not being suspended as punishment. No, no, no. He's being suspended indefinitely so that he has time to get his life together. Golden State says they do not want to punish him. They want to help him. And he's going to go get some of that Ja Morant counseling. And then when Draymond Green feels better and he becomes a completely different person and stops kicking people in the nuts, then and only then will Draymond Green be allowed to return. They're giving him the crunchy granola mom punishment as opposed to the red-ass dad. Yes. You know what? Maybe that'll fix him. Maybe he needs some love. You know who doesn't need any love right now is the freaking Los Angeles Dodgers. So if you've been living <laughs> under a rock, the Dodgers uh, now boast a lineup with uh, the, the number one, two, and four uh, MVP uh, vote-getters from last season. Um, they quite possibly could get Yamamoto, uh, the big pitcher coming over from Japan. He had a visit with them, and, and now all of a sudden people think that he may be uh, joining L.A. to play alongside uh, Shohei Otani. And Otani will not be pitching this year in L.A., but you know who will be pitching in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Tyler Glass now from the Rays, because apparently there is a deal in place, and they're hoping to get this done uh, by the weekend, that Glass now, who's one of the better pitchers in all of Major League Baseball, has had some injury problems. I guess he is now going to be joining the uh, the Dodgers. He is going to be um, uh, sent over for starter. Is it Ryan Pepin? Is that the... Pepin? Is it French? Yeah, it's French. I think he's a Gonzaga kid, too. Mm. Um, he played in a couple games, but he's uh, he's one of their young arms. And then Johnny DeLuca, uh, an outfield prospect. So he's going back to the Rays. And the freaking Dodgers. They're Thanos right now, dude. They are collecting every major free agent out there. Yeah, it's um, it's a little bit ridiculous, to be honest with They're you. They're going to be like powerhouses for the next decade. Well, can we just say that, it, 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 in all honesty, it should just be the Dodgers and the Braves in the in the in the World Series. I know it can't be, but it feels like it it, sh- it should be. I mean, though, when you look at, at at those lineups and those staffs, and and how they're inked for the foreseeable future, those teams are just going to be absolutely beastly. And then uh, number one is your beeves, your cougs mm-hmm. officially have schedules. Now we don't have the dates on all of these. Um, but the locations and the teams are official. So for Washington State, uh, they will open the season August 31st against Portland State. And then they get Texas Tech, both of those at home. And then they're going to play the Apple Cup September 14th, which will also, by the way, be the Civil War. So September 14th will be the rivalry, rivalry. for the Pac-2. 
That one's going to be at Lumen Field. And then they got San Jose State on the 21st. That one's at home at Oregon State in Corvallis. And then we don't know when these are going to be played, but Utah State, Wyoming, and Hawaii will be at home. And then San Diego State, Boise State, and New Mexico, Fresno um, will be on the road. Now, Oregon State... Uh, let me scroll down and find the uh, the Beavers for you. And the Beavers, again, will open August 31st, and that one will be Idaho State. Mm. And then they're at San Diego State, and then uh, they're on the road at Oregon. And again, that'll be the return trip. The next year will be uh, at Reeser. And then they get uh, Purdue at Cal. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. The, the Oregon game will be in Reeser this year. Mm-hmm. And the next year after that, it'll be back in Eugene. So they get Idaho State at San Diego State, home against Oregon, home against Purdue, at Cal, Washington State at home. And then these are the ones that, again, we don't have the official dates for. But the home games will be UNLV, San Jose State, Colorado State, and on the road will be Boise State, Air Force, and Nevada. So that is your schedule, and they're just waiting to see exactly the dates on those other ones. And remember all those mountain West games, uh, they will not be counted as conference games. So none of those will count for the mountain West standings. And of course, Oregon state and Washington state, um, will not be, uh, eligible to win the mountain West title. So that's your schedule there. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk a little Washington state. We'll talk a little Oregon state and a little more college football hot five and five brought to you by Victor Rico's home of the best burritos in Oregon. Highly recommend it. And also their street tacos delightful there's one right by my house it's the only bad part about my house because i go there way too much it's fantastic it's too good we come back a little college football and again we'll get into the washington state oregon state schedules the primetime show with o-line editions of will and Sook continue right after this this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Isaac and Suk on 1080 The Fan. All right, so Oregon State, Washington State, they have official schedules now. And you look through this, and I think both, to be honest with you, especially uh, when I look at Oregon State, you got Oregon, Purdue, Cal, Washington State on there. 
I mean, that's a solid schedule. San Diego mm-hmm. State isn't a pushover. Uh, Colorado State's decent. Boise State and Air Force, Nevada, solid teams. I think for where this could have gone, I think this ended up being a, a decent little schedule for Oregon State. You can say the same thing for Washington State. I just think that when you look at it, um, the like people keep asking, is there a path to the college football playoff? And first off, I, I want to be clear about this. This is in no way a slight towards Washington State and Oregon State. It is not. Mm-hmm. But we get asked that question all the time. And when we, we talked about the schedule at the beginning of the show, be fan and Cook fan, that's like the number one thing. Is there a path to the to the to the football playoff? And uh, let's just say that you you don't have an automatic path to the playoff, right? Right. You, you as a two team conference, obviously you you have no uh, you have no chance. Like mm-hmm. there's no conference champion when you have two teams, right? And you aren't part of the Mountain West, so you will not be part of the five automatic qualifiers. Mm-hmm. You will not get any any uh, any love that way. So the only way that could happen was if you are one of the seven at-large bursts. So Mm -hmm. next year, there will be five automatic, the five highest conference champions. So the Power Four, uh, Big Ten, SEC, ACC, Big 12, their champions go, and then the best of the the highest-ranked champion of one of the other group of five, they will go as well. Mm -hmm. And so you would have to be one of the seven at-large teams. How realistic is that? When you start looking at where kind of nine through 14 ranks, you're dealing with probably two lost teams in there. You're dealing with teams that are 10 and two. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with that schedule, you probably have to be undefeated. We, I, I don't think 11 and one, honestly, even in, in that, unless one of those wins was over Oregon or Washington, if you managed to beat Oregon or Washington and you had like a three point loss to maybe Washington state, maybe, maybe I could see that, 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 that getting in, but with already a one team, a Liberty or or someone like that getting in, mm-hmm. you know, a Tulane, the chances of two of those teams getting into the 12 and you'd be getting in over teams like Old Miss, uh, LSU this year, teams like that. So is there a path to the playoff? There is. Is it realistic? Probably not, especially when you consider both Washington State and Oregon State. With Oregon State, especially with the coaching change, with the transfer portal decimating you, with an all-new staff, with an unsure amount of talent and what level of talent that is, I think these next two years for Oregon State and Washington State aren't necessarily... The the idea of, of trying to make a playoff run, I think you're missing the ball. I think the next two years about trying to gain your footing, reestablish a talent base... And 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 hopefully focus on trying to find a landing spot in two years so that you don't become a permanent Mountain West level league when you eventually rebuild the Pac-12. I also think that it's foolhardy because of the players that you have. You know, if this was last year yeah. where you were going through this schedule with the amount of players that Oregon State and frankly Washington State had as well, that run at the beginning there where it looked pretty good. There could be a conversation about are you a playoff team? Yeah. Right now for Washington State and Oregon State next year, you lost major pieces yeah. to your team including at both spots, your really really good quarterback and at Oregon State, your promising up and comer. Yeah. So, it's to, a, it's a killer. You you just don't have the dudes right now. So no. even if they're is a path or will there be a path you're not going to win enough games for that path to matter but 
That being said, you can still have a good season. You yeah. can go to a bowl and you can build. You can find out at Oregon State, is this the right coach for us? Do we have the right staff in here? At Washington State, can Dickert go out and reload? Can he get better guys in? Can he go and find that three- or four-star kid that's going to grow two inches or that it has a baby face and he's going to put on a ton of weight? It's a it's a bunch of baby fat. Can you find that diamond in the rough kid? Because that's what you were going to have to do before anyways, right? So I think it's just, can you prove that you belong and you're going to have to, you know, wait, you're going to have to tread water. You're going to figure stuff out. But if you go out and you have an eight win season at either university next year, I feel like that's a pretty successful season. Oh, if you told me, and, and this idea that, and, and I've heard this from some fans where it's like, well, we, we should go 11 and one. Mm-mm. Boy, be nope. real, be real careful with that. You're discounting Air Force and Boise State, and you are going to be dogs, obviously, against the the Oregon's and Washingtons of the world, Texas Tech, even. Like, but this idea that that you are just going to steamroll some of these Mountain West teams, I'm telling you, there aren't there are good teams. Like Boise mm-hmm. State is not a road apple. No, they're, they're just they're not. Air Force isn't because no. of the unique style they play. Look, those are those are quality teams, and and you're right, especially with Oregon State, is you, you're offensive line um obviously with with graduation uh you don't have a quarterback right now you lost your your best returning tackler your best returning secondary guy your best young corner your best tight end i mean you do bring back damian martinez but i mean this is uh, th- this this is a roster next year that is going to be um really this this will not resemble the Oregon State team that we've seen the nope. last two years you know the, one of the best lines in the country I mean you know Fuaga ended up being a first team All-American like that mm-hmm. those guys just don't grow on trees nope. I mean so this is going to be this is going to be a bit of a bumpy road so if you told me you could get eight to nine wins out of next year I think you take that and mm-hmm. you are ecstatic with it and again you're trying to reestablish and build the culture and the other one that I'll, I'll say, and again, I'm, I'm not meaning this as a slight to Washington State and Oregon State, but often, you know, I hear about like that, like the, the playoff, the playoff, the playoff. And in what world has Oregon State or Washington State ever really been concerned with a playoff? And maybe that changes because now you feel like it's an expanded playoff and now there, there's, you know, there, there's, there's more seats at the table. But, you know, you've been through 100 years of football and with the exception of... Maybe one year for Washington State, the Rose Bowl year, uh, you know, the Ryan Leaf, mm-hmm. Michigan won, and then the Fiesta Bowl year with um, with Dennis Erickson. In what world, when when you talk about Oregon State and Washington State, and by the way, I played at a school that, that has the same thing. Mm-hmm. In what world is BYU concerned with a national title? Don't give no. me 1984 because our title was a joke. You know, that was that was under an old system that would never be allowed today. I mean, we just saw Florida State, for God's sakes, go undefeated and get left out. That so, a Power Five Conference. That Power Five Conference. So it's like, I, I feel like sometimes we get caught up in this notion with, with fans. It's like, oh my God, we, we, we're not going to have a chance to win a title. You didn't have a chance to win a title before. Exactly. You, you didn't. And maybe in two years, whether you land as a, as a Power Five in, in a Big 12 or an expanded ACC, or you do end up as just a, another expanded Mountain West, that'll, that is going to be your best chance to ever have access to a college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, if in two years, if you end up as the Pac-12, essentially the Mountain West, let's call it the Pac-West, right. maybe you rebrand it as the Pac-West, and that right there would be Oregon State or Washington State's best bet in the history of their programs to go to a college football playoff. 
And I know that stings to think about because then you will be considered a group of five and the, you know, the money's not going to be as great and the recruits aren't going to be as, as great. But if, if the notion of the football playoff is the end game, and I hear that from fans all the time, believe it or not, your best path to the playoff is indeed mm. being a Mountain West level team. So it's a push pull. You can't have you, well, you can have both, but it's 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 not going to. You're right. not going to get both. You know, it's like it's 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 kind of one or the other. And for me, I understand the idea of, of being kind of pushed down, mm-hmm. being uh, relegated to the to a lower level. I know that stings, and believe me, I don't want that. I wouldn't want that. But if you're trying to find any sort of bright silver lining, it is in two years if if you don't find a place at the big boy table. It's funny that that being pushed down would lead to your best chance because then as long as you were the highest ranked champion, you wouldn't have to be undefeated. Right. You wouldn't have to be 12 and 0 if you were the highest ranked group of 5, you would you would you would get a shot. Whereas now, I think even if you go 11 and 1 and you're sitting there and looking at a 10 and 2 SEC team or let's say uh Washington is 10 and 2 in the Big 10 and they're going to sit there and look at you and be like, "Yeah, I know you're 11 and 1. They're 10 and 2." They played in the Big Ten. They played in the SEC. We're mm-hmm. taking the Big Ten. We're taking the SEC. You're just not going to get. You're not going to get the the benefit of the doubt as as an at large group of five team. You're just not. A hundred percent. I also think too with Washington State and Oregon State, like people talk, oh, like the recruiting changes and the recruits change. I don't really feel like they would change that much. You might not get the top one or two guy that you were getting beforehand, but. When you were coming into recruiting, you were not necessarily one of the top choices in the Pac-12. I know that there are stretches there where you're going to out-recruit Cal or you're going to out-recruit Stanford, but you were never going to out-recruit Oregon. You were never going to out-recruit USC, UCLA. So I almost feel like you're going to get the same caliber of player for the most part. I think you can, uh, to me, the depth is where it comes in. Again, right. having, having you pl- might lose some depth. Having played at that level, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, we... I, you did, I, yeah. I was there when the Mountain West started. 100%. Right? And I felt like at BYU, and we were kind of a national brand, I, or national brand, I felt like our starting 22 was pretty comparable to, and we were top 25 three or four mm-hmm. of my my years. I think once we got up to like number seven, my, my senior year. We were a good team. Yep. And, you know, we, we beat some good teams. But to me, the difference, and I feel like you saw this when Utah made the jump from the Mountain West, who was our main rival, mm-hmm. when they went to the Pac-12. And remember, they... they, they it, it took them a couple of years. It took them a couple of years. And and I always say the difference between Mountain West and Pac-12 or the difference between good Pac-12 and, and great Pac-12 or SEC teams, it's not really the starting 22. It may be two or three guys on the starting 22, right? Alabama or Texas may have a guy that's just that much different. But where it comes in is, is the depth. And when you are a school like Boise, it's the big boys up front, and it's the depth. It's hard to find. I don't think you could build a Oregon State O line the way you did these last couple of years. That's that was a a great line. Yes. There's there's four NFL players, right, including maybe the best offensive lineman you've ever had at, at Fuaga. You know, mm-hmm. Isaac Samalu. I mean, I mean, he, he's in the conversation. In the conversation, right? I I don't think that you can build. Uh, that O line with Joshua Gray and and uh, and and and, and Fuaga and, and these guys and Levin. I I don't know if you can build that line at the Mountain West, and I don't think that you can bring in the depth where you lose Musgrave one year and you have Velling waiting to come in. That's the, I think that's the, where where it where it hurts is just the depth of the program because we see it every time BYU is going to go through this going to the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. 
you as the season goes on, you're just not going to be able to weather the week to week battles and you're not going to be able to weather the injuries. Right. But you're also not going to play those teams that have more of that depth. You yeah. will now be the big time recruit. Yeah. In the in you will be the big fish in the small pond. And so that was kind of more of my point. And I guess once you start talking about the depth, that's kind of where it's like, okay, my eyes are open a little bit. You probably do lose the depth and you probably lose a little bit of the top end talent that you were getting before. But I also don't think that there's this gigantic vacuum where everybody leaves you, right? I still think when you look at the Mountain West, you're going to have the best facilities. You're going to have the best NIL. Yeah. And that might come back down a little bit once you are there for 10 to 15 years. But by that point, if you're still one of the top teams, you're one of the better teams consistently in and out. That is true. Those teams, those kids on the West Coast that are getting recruited that don't get that big-time offer from UW or Oregon – they're going to be looking at you next where before it had been if i'm a big if i'm a big time recruit over here but i'm not getting the pac12 offer my first look is at boise state and that's why boise state was so good for so long because they got the guys who just quite weren't good enough for the pac12 you're going to get those guys now and those other teams are not going to get those guys that is true and like if you're one of those kids going to that that mm -hmm. beautiful new stadium and oregon state has sneaky good facilities and so does washington yeah. state and washington state's a beautiful place yeah. too yeah the palouse is awesome yeah you you would think that even in those uh if you do get bummed down to that and the recruiting battles with the the colorado states and the air forces and the in teams like that, that uh, that you should still win those, you should still win those battles. Yes, yeah, and and here's the thing, I, I've said it so many times. I'm gonna say it till I'm blue in the face. There is something to be said about being the big fish in the small pond. That's yeah, just it, that's just so hard. It's it's one thing if you have always been that. I, I just think from from a a, a, a beeve and a kook fan, it's gonna be so hard. To accept that, someone just Vancouver for text line. You just described Oregon State as the prettiest fat girl in the Pac West with all the best leftovers, and that's just that is going to be the perception. This is this is going to be a struggle. I am going to be but fascinated. Gym membership. I am going to be fascinated to see as this season goes on. Like this year, and 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 Pullman and Reeser was a great year, packed houses, and you know mm -hmm. a lot of excitement. When they play Air Force next year, when they play San Diego State, when they play the like, is that a packed house? Or are we back to playing? Because you have a kick-ass stadium now. You know, like you, you the last couple of years, you built like this great, exciting brand kind of coming up. Are we going to go back to twenty-five thousand people at Reeser? Are we going back to no one caring and you know primetime games with no one there? I, I hope that's not the case. I hope the fans still show up, but I'm I'm, I'm worried. I'm scared, and I, I, that's not a bad schedule. It's not. No, that is not a bad schedule. But I just don't know the the, the perception and and what it's going to be how that how that's going to be viewed right yeah i here, here's my thing the beauty of those two places are they do care about football they yeah. care about football a lot i have a bunch of buddies uh who are washington state alumni they traveled to like four or five games this year they went to the the palouse multiple times um so i feel like you have the fan base there and here's the thing it might all be a, a moot point because there is still so much room for movement in the NCAA right now with what's going on in the ACC, what's going on in the Big 12. I don't think you should give up hope, but I also don't think that you should turn into the, well, we're going to win a national title now, or we're going to get into a playoff, I guess is really what I should be saying, because we're in a weaker conference. That weaker conference is more on par with you than you realize. Yeah, it's it's. I think next year, especially with uh, with some of the uh, the new bodies and new faces at Oregon State, mm -hmm. and there may be some bumps along the road. But you mentioned national title, and 
ask the question, what would a national title mean for the sport and certainly the West Coast if one certain team is able to do that? We'll talk about that when we come back here, though. Schultz with SportsCenter. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. We're talking a little Oregon State, Washington State there, and the, the, the notion of kind of the college football playoff, and I think that's a bit of a pipe dream. But, you know, you look at in the Pac-12, you know, Oregon's played for a couple. Washington's made the college football playoff once. Um, well, now they made it twice. The, from, they made it a number of years ago. Remember, they played Alabama, and that actually was a fairly competitive game. And and Oregon has, has shown up uh, well in, in theirs. I mean, Auburn came down to the wire. Um, and by the way, mm-hmm. I, I, let me just say this to Oregon fan. I, I get, I agree that Michael Dyer was down. You realize that the, you wouldn't have won the game just because he was down, right? Like they act like that was like, like if, if he was down that that game was over, but you had a, you had a good accounting there, a good showing Ohio state ran away from you late. But again, I, I don't think it was you, close for, yeah, it was close three for, quarters. for three quarters, right? And you blew out Florida state. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so we, we, we've, but you've been close, right? Right, but when you look at at Washington, I think Washington has a legitimate chance to beat Texas. I think that's going to be a hell of a game, and I am picking Washington. I think Washington, a healthy Washington, I think they're better than Texas. I would agree with that. Yes, and and then you look at Alabama, you look at Michigan, and look, those are good teams. But I think when you've watched Michigan, and and when I've watched Alabama, Michigan hasn't played anyone. Michigan's played one good team all year. It was Ohio State, and and it was a it was a it was a close game, and you made a play late, but. I don't watch Michigan. I don't watch J.J. McCarthy, and I'm not like, oh, my God, this is an, an insurmountable foe. Right. And then you look at Alabama, and you know Alabama's talented, and it's been a, a great year for them as far as growth and development. But Alabama's played a bunch of close games, too, and I don't think that they are the, the juggernaut that they've been in years past. So I, I think that Washington, you look at this and say, this is a year that you feel like Washington might be able to do this. And what that would mean, like when you look through national champions, this would be... If Washington were to find a way to do this, and I know Oregon fan, it's like, oh my God, gag me with a spoon. <laughs> but if Washington were to be able to do this, realize that this would be the the weirdest thing to happen in a national title game since 
Washington won a national tie- championship in nineteen uh, what ninety one when they got the the split of it, mm-hmm. right? When they, they split that with Miami, you can debate all you want. Should they have got it? Should have been Miami. But when you look through the years of of national championships. Georgia, Georgia, Bama, LSU, Clemson, Bama, Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, Florida State, Bama, Bama, Auburn, Bama, Florida, LSU, Florida, Texas, there's USC, LSU, USC, Ohio State, Miami, Oklahoma, Florida State, Tennessee, Michigan, Nebraska, Florida, Nebraska, Nebraska. You get it? Like, there isn't a trend. There's no outliers here. You have to you have to go down to Washington to get an outlier. And then the year before that, you had Colorado and Georgia Tech, which was the ultimate outlier. Outliers don't exist. They do not exist in college football. Mm-hmm. And if Washington were to find a way to do this, this indeed would be, I, I think it's the it by far the biggest outlier we've seen in this sport in 40 years. I mean, it's just it's this this is insane. If you could find a way to if you could find a way to do this, and I think there is an actual path where Washington might be able to do this. And I know if an Oregon fan, you won't be rooting for that. But as a West Coast kid, yeah, and I I, I will I will be rooting for you, Dub, to to finish this off. I picked him. I think I, it'd be amazing. I picked him in my uh, our family. We do like a a bowl pick them all the way through, no spreads, just winners. And I picked them to win the whole thing. And I think they can do it because they they have the one thing right when remember when Oregon struggled originally when they'd go and play in these New Year's Six Bowls when yeah. they play in the Rose Bowls when they play in the national championship games you would look at the O and D line and you go whoa they do not match up they don't match up with the size they don't match up with the strength and they don't match up with the speed those are all recipes for disaster when you look at this UW team they've played. Oregon twice, and I think this Oregon defense was damn good. And I think they had a lot of guys that could play on that defensive line, and UW both times dominated them. And yes, they had to do it by putting seven guys in protection, but then they have these three wide receivers who I don't think that there's a single team that has the DBs to cover those guys. So they have the ability to go max protection and trust that one or two of their guys will find a way to get open. And then, oh, by the way, they have a quarterback that can make every single throw. Now, it is it is kind of a, a lining of planets to a degree. Now, UW's always going to be a They're going to have the ability to recruit well. Seattle's a fun place. People want to go there. But to have these three wide receivers that you all got, that you all developed, every single one of these guys committed, I believe, to UW right out of high school. A lot of their offensive linemen, they committed to UW out of high school. A few of them are even local Washington kids. Uh, I believe both of the, the Hackett's or Hatchet, however you say that name, they're Ferndale kids, right? So you have a local team, and then you got lucky where you took a risk on a transfer portal quarterback who you'd seen have moments of greatness, but he has all these injury issues, and you get him behind this offensive line, and they're able to keep him healthy and keep him upright, and he has just flourished. It is, It literally is planets aligning. Oh, and by the way, your running back just got healthy, and now he can run the football, and he can run the ball damn well as well. I, l- I look at the way they were able to stop Oregon running the ball in that second game, and I think that's the one that gives me hope if I'm a, if I'm a a West coast kid or if I'm a Washington fan, I don't know if I would have said that even after the first one, but when they got healthy and their D line got healthy and they got two guys that can rush the the quarterback, they got that, that big uh, 91 in the middle there, the big poly, 
when they were able to hold Bucky Irving in that Oregon run game, because that's a damn good run game, and mm-hmm. when they were able to hold that down with the way that, again, they're, they're getting a couple safeties back, that's the one where I kind of look at this, and I'm like, I think they've got a puncher's chance because I think Oregon's offense is that good. And, yeah, both of those games were, were razor close, and Oregon got it going in the second half. But, again, you're not going to hold a, a team like that down for four quarters. But I think if you're Washington, your defense doesn't need to be dominant. Your defense needs to be good enough. Mm-hmm. You're basically the Colts at this point. Yeah. Like, you're, you're Peyton Manning and company. You're Drew Brees and the Saints. You you need to sco- you need to say, hey, we're going to score 35, and we need our defense to give up, give up 31. And when I look at Michigan and Alabama's offenses, they're both really good offenses, but they're not – 60 point offenses. Nope. They're not, they're not, this isn't, you know, uh, Ohio State from a couple years ago. This isn't those Oklahoma teams. This isn't those Florida Gator teams that are putting up 50 a game. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, I think you can keep these games in the 30s. And I think if these games are played in the 30s, I think Washington's got a puncher's chance. 100%. And I, I, I'm, I, I know for an Oregon fan, the idea of, of Washington winning a, a, a legitimate national title, like you can't handle it. But you take the the duck colored glasses off of it. I I just think these four games are really really exciting. I think we're we're not going to get a dud because a lot of times right. in the playoffs we get one good game, we get one dud. I don't think we're getting a dud. I think we're going to get two really really good games. I'm also excited about Michigan and and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is uh, this. It, I, I know the Florida State thing sucks, but I'm. I feel bad for Florida State, but as a as a viewer, I'm glad that this is the matchup and not Florida State. It also feels, I don't want to see Florida State, Michigan. I want to see Alabama and Michigan. Right. And it also feels like for the first time, there's no one team that's way greater than everybody else, right? Like it seems like the last three or four years, you look at whoever that number one team is, or sometimes there's a accidental loss in there where you just look at a Georgia team, an Alabama team, an LSU team, a Clemson team, where you just go, there's no chance that they lose this thing. They're, the games might be close, but they're not going to lose. I feel like you can make a, a case for any one of these four teams to win, and I'd probably go, yeah, I, I feel like that's rational. And Washington's a long shot. Yeah, someone said, you know, yeah. Vancouver Four text line, Vegas doesn't think Washington's going to win it, and I'm not saying Washington is going to win it. Michigan, Bama, Texas, all like plus 180 to plus 275. Washington is plus 700. But I'm telling you, if you're looking for value, there is value in Washington. 100%. 100%. I still think the winner of this whole thing is Bam there, Michigan. I think the winner of that ends up winning the national chi- winning the national title. Mm-hmm. I do, because I think their depth, I think the physicality. Right. But I'm telling you, Washington is not overmatched. If that, if the Washington team that played Oregon, that healthy team with not three but four receivers and a healthy back and a healthy secondary and a healthy D line, that Washington team, yeah, there's deficiencies. Don't love the linebackers. They're not the most physical team up front mm-hmm. along the defensive line. Um, but if that team is healthy, I am telling you, that team can win a national title. Still picking Bama and Michigan from a talent level, top to bottom. I, I think there's a difference. And 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 this Bama team is different than the one that played Texas. So we'll see. But I'm excited. I think both of these games are going to be dynamite. And uh, speaking of dynamite games, boy, we got a doozy in the NFL. We'll talk about that. Little NFL to wrap up the sporty sports section before we move into the club. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> You want to talk about that, Will? Should we, should we delve into your issues in the club? Your, your sensey issues? Yeah, you can delve into any sensey issues I have. Find out. Will's I'm got a frame. Will's got some sensitive, uh, he's got some touchy feelies. I think we're all a little sensey about one or two things, okay? It's okay. I, 
I have some speak, very clear speak ones. Speak for yourself, Fohawk. <laughs> exactly. See, there you go. I mean, I was called out for singing earlier this week. We all have some insecurities. Hey, right? I Will, thought you sang well. Will's got a case in the Spose does. He's too good. Will's too good for some. <laughs> I have a little bit of the Oregon State, Washington yeah, State. You do. I need and a path to your, the national In your personal life, you do. You you think that you, yeah. you deserve a spot of the national <laughs> title championship. Do not deserve, but yeah. think that I, I need a path. As the, long as the path is there, I think those, I can You're achieve. not into those Mountain West girls, are you? Yeah, you, you're too good. Will's too good for three-star recruits. As if a two-star recruit can't turn into something. You know, Shame Oregon just you, brought a three-star quarterback in. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, hey, Mar- man. Mariota was a three-star. Uh, he's a three-star recruit. Look at that. Turned Skinny into, Will's a jerk. Turns into a Heisman Trophy. Uh... So we have the worst Thursday night football game of all time. And I told you, load up on the Raiders. Load up on the Raiders. Because the Chargers are dead in the water. And uh, let me just go through. Uh, The Chargers get the ball first. They go three and out, punt. Raiders, touchdown. Four plays later, Chargers, fumble. Raiders, touchdown. One play later, Chargers, fumble. Raiders, touchdown. 21-0, start of the second quarter, game over. Because you know who's not making a rousing comeback down 21-0? Easton Stick. Although Easton Stick is 6-7 for 53 big yards. The greatness that is the Easton Stick. Can we please give Brandon Staley the uh, good old tarmac treatment? I think Fire I think him that. now. But of all the ways to start a game, how brutal is that? Punt, touchdown, fumble, touchdown, fumble, touchdown. Thanks for coming. Raiders roll. And by the way, the Raiders are 5-8. They're still in playoff contention. If you look through the NFL standings, it is shocking how many crappy-ass teams are technically mm-hmm. still sniffing around playoff spots. And have legit paths. How many teams are 7-6 and six right now? Like, at least 8, I want to say. It is a lot. Yeah, so when you look at you look at the the, the wild card teams, like in, in the uh in the AFC, once you get past Cleveland, who's eight and five, uh Pittsburgh, Indy, Houston, Denver, Cincy, Buffalo, all seven and six. Ooh. After tonight, the Raiders are gonna be a six win team, so they're still gonna be sniffing around that. And then in the NFC, um Tampa Bay, by the way, you may have a sub-500 team that wins that division. And then you get down to Minnesota, uh, 7-6. and six. Green Bay is 6-7. and seven. The Rams, 6-7. and seven. Seattle, 6-7. and seven. The Falcons, 6-7. and seven. The Saints, 6-7. and seven. By the way, that NFC South, there is a path when you look at those schedules. They could get two teams in. That crappy-ass South could put two teams in the playoffs. And tell me why the extra wildcard game is, is a good thing. Does anyone need that extra wildcard game so that we can see the Seahawks and the Falcons get in? The owner's pocketbooks need it because that's what it's for. And we'll watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying there is going there every year. There is going to be bad teams that yeah. make the postseason. And this year, I mean, some of those teams we read off. The idea that this Raider team could be a playoff team isn't far fetched. That's how sad. Well, that's what happens when half the league can make the playoffs almost. That's been one of the worst things in sports, I feel like. 14 teams out of 32 in the playoffs. Trim that down to 12, guys. Come on. I think you guys are downplaying the greatness that is AOC. He's out here slinging the rock around, dominating. Well, well, it helps when they just keep giving you the football. (laughs) You you fumble the ball. I think they have uh, the Raiders have like 100 and something total yards, and they're up 21 nothing. That that certainly helps when uh, certainly when, does. Yeah, fire uh, Staley now. All right, uh, what do we got today in the club? I've got uh, a woman turning 105 doing it the right way. Uh, I have new poor versus old poor, which I thoroughly uh, enjoy. Uh, Will, are you new poor or are you old poor? Uh, both. Oh. I've, I, 
I, I have old poor ways and I have new poor ways. And one of the great holiday, um, what would you say, traditions. Think Festivus, but so much better. This comes to us from Peru. So some things we can dip into uh, into the club. Club 1080 coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 